Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Fazanara Digital Dividend. Today we have Matt Kuz, the head of origination, and myself, Gennaro Crocamo, who works in the origination team. Today we're gonna speak about a very interesting firm that works in the space of the SME lending in the Polish market, and we are glad to have the CEO of the company that we got in touch roughly one year ago and with them we already established a great relationship and things are progressing in a, an amazing way so for today we have uh, anna the ceo uh, anna explain us how you landed in the beautiful firm of finiata and um, how you envisage the future for the firm of course nice to see you guys and thanks for having me here today so my name is Anna uh, and indeed I'm CEO of Finata since year and a half. Uh, my background is over 10 years of experience in managing operations and uh, business development. I am with Finata for five years now and I went along, uh, yeah, quite a long journey uh, from my end from sales roles uh, to through actually country managing uh, operations in Finata and then taking over the CEO role um, in early 2022. So um, as Pinata, we are fintech specialized in data-driven B2B lending and risk assessment tools. Um, and yeah, and our goal is to widely support financing needs of underserved segment, uh, meaning SMEs directly and through embedded lending solutions. Thanks for that overview and intro, Anna. It's uh, great to hear uh, that uh, you've essentially had a very unique experience of starting within the firm, uh, getting to know it inside and out, before then moving up and assuming a leadership role uh, into its new transformation and uh, taking the helm uh, once we've established this funding partnership to allow you to scale and grow. So. Uh, one thing that a lot of our listeners are very interested in is if you could maybe walk us through that journey of modifications you made in the business model, maybe the pivots, uh, and how you got to the product you arrived at today, which is such a data-driven, embedded finance product that might have looked a little different than where you started from. Yeah, so... Finata was founded in 2016 and originally we started with factoring um, in German market and then we switched to the Polish one very quickly um, for first uh, period of time actually having operations in both geographies. And basically we've, we are building our risk assessment tools since very beginning. It's just a time consuming uh, task that never ends. So uh, I started with factoring. Um, after some time, we discovered a new product, which is ca revolving cash facility. And this solution is much more flexible uh, for the customer and for ourselves. Right now, we have operations only in the Polish market, and we still develop our risk assessment tools, improving our QIC um, and all the processes around the company. Um, I think that very important period of time for Finata uh, started in late 2021. Um, we had some struggles with equity round and then we just needed to rethink our own vision of uh, Finata for the future. 
So from one hand, we started, uh, we had to go through downsizing of the team and we started to think what we can do to make our business more efficient. So since that, we are constantly working on improving every process. And basically, we are working on improvement of Vignata on every level of the organization. It applies to product processes, collections, uh, the way that we approach customers and so on. So currently what we are doing is trying to use what we have built so far, right? We have a great RCF product, great onboarding and great risk assessment tools, and we are leveraging it into embedded lending, offering lending solutions widely to SMEs directly, but also through um, advanced technological partnerships. And Anna, it's, it's, it's interesting to hear that you started with factoring and then made the pivot to RCF. And then of course, as you had a product pivot, you went through a change in the business and that required kind of a, a reorganization, a refocus. Could you maybe speak to why you decided to switch from factoring to RCF? Was that, you know, based on uh, customer feedback? Was it based on a market, uh, you know, research? How did you get there? Yeah, uh, so we did a research and also we tried to address main challenges with factoring that we had. What shows exactly why it what it made sense was the fact that 90% and uh, of our former customers from factoring switched to revolving cash facility. So basically uh, every customer that we have, almost every one customer that we had um, historically a cooperation on factoring switched to RCF. This product is much more flexible because it might be used as an alternative for factoring because basically you just have a credit limit facility and you may use it in any way that you want it to use, right? From one hand, if you have an invoice that is delayed, you can just take the amount that you need right now. And then whenever payment comes through, you just repay after one month's total amount, right? So this is the way of factoring works. From another way, you can use it as a simple credit solution. So you have a credit limit, but you can withdraw specific amount that you need once and then repay it in several installments. And then if you have different needs that you constantly need some uh, cash for your ongoing business operations, you can just withdraw when, whenever you need, repay in a way that you think is suitable for you, and then you can adjust whenever you feel like it's needed. It is really a great product for us because it we have much more predictability powers in terms of what is going to happen, how our customers will behave, but also for the customer. Because with factoring, we needed to uh, assess the credit worthiness of the customer every time. So from one hand, we needed, didn't have a contract agreement, like a long-term contract agreement, but it worked as an a disadvantage for both sides at the end of the day, because any side couldn't predict anything, um, basically, and everything could change month to month. 
Perfect. I mean, that's a very uh, good explanation of the product and of the flexibility that provides to SMEs and for the growth in the Polish market. Going from one product to the other, like from factoring to RCF, uh, it might be of a challenge from multiple, uh, from multiple angles. Uh, so what do you think are the biggest challenges that you had to face from a risk perspective? Uh, maybe you have changed your risk appetite, your uh, scoring system. And also, since you are a, a fintech, a very strong technolog technological driven fintech, uh, what challenges did you face in terms of technology shift and also from a staff perspective? Because maybe you had uh, staff with certain expertise before, but then you had to uh, pivot and change according to the new product that you wanted to build. I think we were able to leverage the knowledge that we've collected and built over uh, the start with factoring to, uh, to a, a revolving cash facility. So basically, we didn't lose what we've worked on for the first years of our operations. And that's what we are also doing right now. I think that it's very important to not start every time from the scratch and do whatever you can to not do it because uh, doing whatever from the scratch costs you a lot uh, on the team side, on the finance side, and also on the risk side, right? So if you are able to find the, the, this sweet spot of using the technology that you've built so far for new products, for new solutions, it's a great advantage. And that is something that, to be honest, when we were uh, first met you and then did the due diligence, we appreciated so much was, again, the fact that you leveraged the technology base, the expertise base you had built up in one product to then pivot to the other, because at the end of the day, you were serving a similar customer base, which you highlighted with the fact that 90% of your customers for factoring converted to RCFs. And so I would be curious to know kind of from your perspective, what would you say might be one of your biggest USPs of the product and Finata itself, especially in its offering as not just an RCF provider, but a provider who can do embedded RCF lending? Yeah, so I think the flexibility of one of the major advantages of our uh, approach and solutions that we offer. So from one hand, um, with this flexible offer, we can really cover diversified needs and risk profiles of um, different uh, companies from a SME segment. And like I mentioned before, also solution itself is flexible enough to cover needs for and for factoring and for traditional loans and for business credit cards. So basically all of those solutions combined under a revolving cash facility. And in terms of embedded lending, I think what is important for us, because we had some lessons uh, along our story. And when we started thinking about embedded lending, we were extremely excited with, with this solution and we still are. The mistake that we've made at the very beginning is trying to give everyone the solution that they really wanted or they thought that they wanted or needed. So this uh, requires you to build different tool for everyone. And it requires to you again to build up from scratch uh, new solutions. So what we thought about uh, last year and, and th that's what we are currently doing is how we really can make things work with what we already have and how we can maximize the usage of the knowledge and the tools that we already built. For risk assessment tool, we are doing that. We learn a lot on the, all, along the way, but we accommodate them uh, to new solutions. So this flexibility, I think, is one of the core things. And you can 
widely interpreted to, to our USPs. And another thing is a technology and data-driven approach. That's, that's for sure it, because we are constantly dedicated to improve not only user experience, quality of QIC, scoring checks, and effective loan management. So basically there are specific stages of our product and this data-driven approach and commitment to improvement uh, is our main asset, one of the main assets, I would say, yeah. Thank you, Anna. So just to give uh, to the people who are listening to this podcast a bit of grasp on the numbers, and since we know that uh, the product has been uh, well accepted by your customers uh, in uh, Poland, um, can you give us some numbers in terms of uh, how much you have lent so far and uh, how many customers do you have in the book? so that people who are listening can really understand how beneficial is the product once you start using to finance the business and to grow it. Sure. So overall, we funded uh, SMEs with an amount over 80 million euros so far. We scored also more than 130K companies uh, along the way and collected uh, 1.5 billion data points in order to grow and develop further our risk assessment tools. What is, I think that, that that's what we are very proud of. Uh, since June uh, last year, we constantly keep our NPS from our portfolio on the level of 100. So it's, I, I think that's quite unique and we, we, we sometimes still cannot believe it, but we are trying to, to keep it that way. Uh, as much as possible. In terms of the scale of the portfolio, I think that's not yet the point where we can treat it uh, as something that is already a success because we needed to slow down significantly um, since last quarter of 2021. And basically we are working now on getting back on track and achieving the level of acquisition that will be satisfying for us. I think uh, after such a, like, such a slowdown for us, it is a bit more challenging than we wish it to be. And it requires us a lot of, a lot of thinking and creativeness along the way to actually do it in a sustainable and smart way. Well, Anna, I think you, you've just said words that are music to my ears. Slowed down, uh, took a sustainable and prudent approach, you know, that, that you have been, of course, throughout your your growth journey, you've been collecting data, you've been enhancing your model, you've been enhancing your approach to risk. But as you also referenced to earlier, when you made that pivot, you made the tough decision to do a reorganization, to reduce staffing while you then develop the new product before relaunching. And now together with our, our funding and, and we, we see your ability to grow and serve uh, you know, tens of thousands of SMEs within the uh, Polish uh, ecosystem. But I have to say, you know, that's something that's very unique and, and demonstrates again why we're so proud to be a partner of Finata is that you, you took the hard decision. You know, a lot of founders sometimes will say, hey, growth at all costs. No, we have to keep going. We have to keep growing. Oh, a pivot is, is giving up. But we really appreciated again, your, your risk forward approach, not just in the underwriting, not just in, in kind of giving lip service to the model, but then in how you manage operations. So it's something you can be super proud of. And it's something 
we're really excited to see essentially as a, a great business case for if you have a well-managed business where you manage the costs, where you can slow down when you're going through a change, you can then thrive, uh, not just survive, but thrive down the line. And so we're, we're, we're really eager to see how many more SMEs you can serve in the coming months. And, and on that note, I would wonder from your perspective, uh, if there are any trends in the Polish SME market that you're seeing in terms of, you know, borrower asks, requests, uh, or what you're looking out for in, in the coming months? The market currently is very dynamic. From one hand, we still can see consequences of, well, we don't already remember that COVID uh, hit some time ago because there are so many new events uh, happening, right? But the consequences of initially the COVID are still visible and we can still see the consequences in our portfolio uh, as well. But also um, the war and extremely high inflation in Polish market and very hectic decision of the government, uh, they uh, a bit destabilize uh, the market, I would say. And this is a bit challenging for sure. There is this growing number of insolvencies in the Polish market uh, be due to simplified uh, processes in to just go and so sign for insolvencies. Uh, we are like very cautious on that side and we are observing and looking for different tools to actually manage it in the best possible way. Uh, but it is still very dynamic and unpredictable on that matter. What else is changing? Polish SMEs are extremely creative and like resilient as uh, so I think sometimes it's even surprising that banks are still like underestimating the potential to survive. We could see that during COVID, right? And that's also an interesting learning from our end. Basically, there were some industries that were blocked for whatsoever reason during the COVID, right? And, and they couldn't operate officially. So they also got cut on financing potential opportunities. But from the other hand, we were trying to observe and we noticed that actually they're very quickly switching to different business models. They just start doing other stuff. The range of um, industries that some small companies are serving is extremely long. So they're just switching from one thing to another. At the end of the day, we decided to not concentrate on the industry while taking the decision, but just monitoring the financials and what's going on. And then we were able also to serve those companies that were the most resilient to, to dynamics uh, of the market. What is changing is the hunger for the, the appetite for the amount because the value of the money is changing in the Polish market, right? So uh, credit limits that we offered historically are not enough anymore for the needs of businesses in the Polish market. And we are working on several scenarios. I'm, I'm already hopeful that I will share them with you next week. <laughs> So yeah, there is there is a lot of uh, going on on our end in order to be able to give our customers what they need and still be safe on our end. Thanks. I mean that that that's super insightful. Interesting to hear though that point on kind of the resilience of Polish SMEs in in terms of the the type of business they're running. Does that mean you know someone who might have applied to you with one business line? is then changing their business line within a year or two years 
And, yes. Okay. And and so then we're also doing a lot of different stuff. I mean, for example, when COVID hit, many companies who operate in totally different industries just started like buying masks and doing all this stuff that was on top right now in order to compensate lack of operations on their uh, main business line. So opportunistic is what I hear that that Polish borrowers are opportunistic and that's uh, yes. Yes. in line with how we run our business. So uh, good to hear that alignment. Well, Anna, if, if you, uh, you know, we're not going to take too much of your time today because we know you're very busy running the company. Uh, but I would really love to hear, you know, if you had to summarize in maybe one uh, sentence uh, your biggest accomplishment that you feel that uh, Finata has gone through. Uh, you know, I have my ideas, but uh, I'd love to hear from your side what you feel is the biggest accomplishment uh, that you've seen for Finata. God, um, it's it's hard to answer that uh, with one sentence, especially because I really think that we are somewhere halfway yet. Our biggest achievement is still to happen, uh, hopefully soon. I think so far for me personally, it was building a company culture and a team, which is about to learning, improving and actively looking for solutions. My challenge was also to to maintain and keep the team very motivated and a very tricky time for the company, I would say. So right now we are at this point where we really uh, have the team ready to go extra mile and we are constantly looking for new ideas, opportunities. We brainstorm and then we prioritize what we should try and what we should skip and where to put it on the roadmap. I think this is a very valuable tool in order to make Finata successful. Uh, this is this is really the thing that I am proud of. Another thing from the company's wide perspective, it is this way that we went through since early 2022 in terms of keeping focus on the efficiency and improving multitude of processes that we have. I don't think there will be ever the time where we say, okay, that's not now it's perfect. And now it's okay. We can, we can rest for a while because there is always something that we still can improve. And there is like, it's still a very long journey for us. Yeah. But the, the path that we went through is the reason for me and for the team to be proud of this. Well, continuous improvement. So taking a, you know, an, an agile approach to, to continuous improvement, you know, that's something we really value. And then of course the company culture, that's something we hear over and over echoed from so many founders, uh, is that how important it is to set the right tone within the company to make sure everyone's aligned and that when you're all working together towards the common goal, you're succeeding, you're supporting each other and, and you win together. And, uh, you know, that's, again, something we saw reflected quite clearly on all the, the DD calls we had with you uh, across teams. It was quite clear that everyone was there to support each other and to enhance Finata. And again, I, I just really appreciate that when things did slow down, when you were going through a change, you used that opportunity to then look inward and see how you could improve things so that when you got to the point of having funding, having runway, having the ability to grow, 
you would be ready to capture that and 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 thrive. So you know, Anna, I, I really appreciate the chance to learn more about Finata today. I really appreciate the chance to hear about the setup you've built, the team you've built, and and some of the hurdles you've cleared. And so we really appreciate the chance to speak with you. And we won't uh, take any more of your time. But uh, where can people find Finata? right now if, if they're a Polish SME listening to this and, and they're looking for a revolving credit facility? Where they can find us? Uh, I, directly on our website, I think. <laughs> That's finiata.com, uh, I think is the best address for, for both, for embedded lending and for direct cooperation. And thank you, Matt, for your really warm words. This is like a, uh, a, a huge pleasure to hear those compliments from your end. <laughs> easy to tell the truth. That's what I always say. So thank you so much, Anna. We really you, appreciate Anna. it. Have a great thank day. Thank you guys for having me. Have a great day. Yeah. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.